Welcome to Lefrisian Chronicles, Song of Shadows, a magical audio drama storytelling experience. The show contains swearing, allusions to sexual themes, as well as themes of violence. Thank you, and enjoy this episode of Song of Shadows. Nyx looked around the small room. The pink carpet and the excessively decorated walls screamed outdated. Her head spun, and she saw the open casket at the head of the room. No. She took tentative steps forward, and her heart skipped a beat as her eyes landed on the person inside. Ivy, what is this? Where am I? Nyx brushed her hands through her hair, and struggled to compose her breathing. This isn't real. This isn't real. Isn't it? Ivy, you're... Dead. Yeah, I am. But you're... You're my sister. You were supposed to protect me. I'm sorry. I was... Murdered! The fires were everywhere. I couldn't help everyone. But, but you, you could, could have, have helped, helped me. me. I'm sorry. And, and then, then you serve my murderer. murderer. You helped him. You followed his orders. You were a traitor. I didn't know. You should have. I know. I know. I'm so sorry. I don't forgive you. Please, don't say that. This, this is, is all your fault. A library? Why am I in a library? Hey, Tom. Colton? Oh my gods, Colton! I've missed you so much! As Dominic ran over to throw his arms around Colton, he held up a hand, stopping him from approaching. What's wrong? I just... can't believe you let that happen. Let what happen? You and your stupid books! You think you're so smart. But you don't know anything. How could you let your team down like that? What are you talking about? I don't understand. Books don't show you how to actually protect anyone. I... I don't... Random facts never saved anyone's life. It could... It could help! You don't contribute to what actually matters. Anyone can read a book. Your team needed you. And all you had to offer was useless facts. No, 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 that's not true. Please! You're worthless to them. 
You're worthless to me. Colton! No! Dominic clutched his chest and watched as Colton walked away. What's going on? For the second time, Orly stood alone in an empty void. Hello? Across the void, she saw her parents again, standing with arms outstretched, and she ran. Mom! Mom. Dad. Dad! But the more she ran, the further away they got. Why can't I reach you? They did not acknowledge her, but instead smiled to greet a third figure walking toward them. Who is that? Mom, Dad, help me. I can't get to you. Again, her calls were lost on dead ears. Please! She watched from a distance as her parents embraced the third figure. Kaylin? Kaylin! Oh my god, Kaylin! And yet, still no reply from those she called her family. Oh no, no, you can't, you can't be... Please, don't be dead, please. Orly fell to her knees, her eyes red with tears as she watched her family begin to turn and walked toward a bright white light beckoning them forward. Kaylin smiled brightly as Luke placed a reassuring hand on his shoulder and led him forward with them. Take me with you. Please. Don't leave me alone. Darkness began to envelop her, creeping forward from behind her like an unwelcome friend. She sat watching her family disappear into the light, leaving her to be completely engulfed in shadow. Where am I? Kaylin stood in the open air, on top of a grassy hill, overlooking a magical town. Hololite. His eyes scanned the horizon in confusion, and his heart stopped when they landed on the site at his feet. Dozens of gravestones sat in a row, dark gray markers of smooth stone laid out in front of him. What is this? Taking careful steps, he moved to read the names etched into the front of these gravestones. Kai? What? How would... That's not possible! My mother? This doesn't make any sense. What is this place? He continued on, looking at the names that decorated the stones at his feet. Flax Rathmore. Gregor Pines. Colton Ramsey. And Ramona Diedrich. They're not... Dead. What's going on? What is this? Dominic. No, that can't be. Nix? What is this? This isn't real. Shelby. No, 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 no,
Oh my gods, Orly, please no. No, how did this happen? How did this happen? What happened? You happened, Kaelin. A shiver ran up Kaelin's spine as he turned to face the familiar voice. Orson, did you miss me? How are you here? How is it? Being king? Taking my place? Where are we? I bet you're wondering what these names mean. They're not dead. Most of them, anyway. No, but they will be. What do you mean? These people will die for you, Kaelin. Because of you. That's not true. Isn't it? Nyx put her life on the line to make sure you were safe. Doing the job that should have been yours. She wanted it. She wanted the job. Dominic forced into a situation he was severely underprepared for because of you. Stop! Orly Faye Sharp. Sweet little Orly. Dead. Because she loved you so much. She was willing to risk everything for you. And she did. This isn't real. Show Grandma. Always protecting you. Always helping you out of sticky situations you forced on yourself. Your rash decisions killed her. Stop this! You and I are not all that different, Caitlin. You're wrong. I'm nothing like you. That's what being a leader's all about. People will die in order for you to live. Stop! Embrace it, Caitlin. You're the king, after all. The creature jolted back as an arrow lodged in its chest. The cord stopped as the tip of the arrow pierced through the sluice's thick, merged skin to the orb just beneath the surface. Around the room, everyone shook themselves out of their fear-fueled nightmares. From across the chamber, on an upper balcony, Shelby smiled. How were you unaffected? How did you escape our fear? I was never afraid of you. <sighs> you will regret that. No, I don't think I will. The creature took large booming steps across the throne room. Keepers dodged its feet as they threatened to crush them. The volcanic rock beneath their feet cracked slightly under the weight. Shelby, watch out! This Lua reached the other end of the chamber quickly, and before Shelby could react, it wrapped its demonic hand around her and lifted her from the perch. <clears throat> Let me go, Shelby! So much anger, so much pain. You would make such a fine demon. Screw you! Shelby, hold on! We're coming! So much potential wasted on love and trust. Nix, we need to get up there. My wings aren't coming. I took too much from the inhalator. I'm coming! Orly dove from her vantage point, the cool wind biting at her seared wings as she carved a path through the air towards Shelby. Lee, no! 
the warning came too late, as the figure used its free hand to swat Orly out of the sky. She went tumbling through the air and landed on the hard volcanic ground. The force was too much for the floor, and the crack grew wider, creating a chasm in the earth, and deep within the gorge was dark, menacing, molten earth. Fisher grew, and the keepers and the guard rushed backward toward the throne, away from the vault. Kaelin's chest tightened when he took in the scene, and the molten obstacle separating him from Anel, unconscious Orly. Orly, wake up, please! So, so what do you say, Shelby Greylock? Join us in eternal existence? Not a chance. Pity. The sound echoed through the throne room. Soaring above the cracking ground, above the bubbling fire beneath their feet. The haunting sound as the creature closed its fist around Shelby was one. No one in that room would soon forget. Weapons. No! Shelby! No! The creature turned to face the rest of the assailants, who had all frozen in a state of shock and grief. Kaelin's breath quickened as he watched his worst fear come true. It stood on the opposite side of the expansive fissure in the earth. She had a choice. She made the wrong one. The creature unceremoniously set down the now lifeless body of their friend on the ground near its feet. You all have the same choice. We suggest you make it wisely. And I suggest you go to hell. From behind the figure, Orly hovered in the air. She stared at this creature with fire in her golden eyes. And she willed for time to stop. The roar of the molten earth within the crevice stilled. The keepers paused in mid-attack, their arrows and weapons suspended in a snapshot of battle. The guards' faces were frozen in pain and despair. The world had stopped turning, and there Orly was, flying through it. But she was not alone. Her eyes widened as the slua turned to face her. You're very powerful, <laughs> but not powerful enough. Oh, don't look so disappointed. You didn't think your magic could stop me. Actually, I did. You are not the only legendary creature here, Orly. <laughs> I should have known this wouldn't affect you. That's why I could read the books even after you've hidden them, isn't it? You and I, we cancel each other out. And yet you couldn't hide from your own fear. Hmm, glorious, isn't it? This power, this control. You don't deserve the power of a legendary. But we've earned it. How? How did you earn this? By collecting. You were never legendary, were you? You stole it. The blood of three legendary fae live in us now. You're a monster.
monster. A monster you will never defeat. I don't need to defeat you. I need to weaken you. Before it could register what she was doing. She had already dug the tips of her golden wings into its chest. It screamed an ungodly wail of agony and tried to push her off to no avail. Its massive hands clawed at Orly, leaving bruises, but her wings were far too deep. And as its screams filled the chamber, the world began to move again. Orly dug her wings in deeper, and it thrashed as she closed her wings around the pulsating orb within its chest. I'll be taking this. Using her feet against its bare and bony chest, she kicked off and flew through the air, the large shining orb in tow. Add a girl, jailbreak! Ellie, break it! Break the orb! <gasps> Do it, Ellie! Now! Orly, weak and burnt, held the orb in her hands and rushed toward the obsidian walls. <gasps> Orly moved quickly dodging wayward attacks from the figure's flailing arms and flung the orb at the wall full force, watching as it shattered against the dark black surface. You have made a grave mistake, Miss Sharp. We've already killed one of your friends. We will kill them all. No, you won't. From behind the throne of bone, Aaron emerged and confidently took his spot beside Avery. They smiled at him. Twins? You're going to wish you were dead. And lucky for you. I'm in the mood for granting wishes. Kai moved to stand next to Avery and glanced back at Kaelin who joined him without a second thought. As the four joined hands, the twins mark on Avery and Aaron's forearm began to shine brightly radiating bright colored light. Kai's scars that decorated his arm did the same, and from the bare canvas that was Kaylin's arm, small thin lines of colored light began to appear, filling in the space where his scars used to be. Impossible! This is for our village. A chord echoed through the chamber, sending a bolt of energy at the figure. Its body recoiled, and it wailed. This is for the song. The chord played again. Louder and stronger, sending another stream of energy at the figure. It was thrown against the black door. Its pale skin showing charred portions of decay from where the music had hit. This is for the Lafrigians. Every other soul you've taken. The next chord entered the hole that Orly's wings created, leaving it charred and gaping. And this is for Shelby. With one last jolt of music, the last of the monstrous Slua began to disintegrate, its massive form folding in on itself in a storm of skin and blood until it was gone leaving behind nothing but a pile of bones. <laughs> Woo! 
did it! Avery! Orly wasted no time before soaring across the chasm to where Shelby lied. Okay, come on, Shelby. Come on, Shelby, stay with me. I need some water, please! A few moments later, Kai flew over with his water skin and handed it to Orly. Jailbreak. Here. Once it was glowing gold, she poured it on Shelby's lifeless lips. Please, Shelby, please, you can't be gone! Please! No! I'm so sorry. The room quieted. No one said a word, but many silent tears fell from many a tired eye. There, under the cloud of hellfire, broken, burned, and bruised, they would not find any peace in this victory. listening. Today's episode was written by Nicole Tuttle and edited by Mariah Clausen and featured the vocal talents of Nicole Tuttle, ML Erhart, Mariah Clausen, Ace Corsaira, Emily Buza, Wes Haas, Abigail Stewart, Brayden Tuttle, Zach Cipriano, Andrew Morrison, Chase Greenlee, Ashley Winfield, and Connor Brannigan. This episode was sound designed and edited by Catherine Stanley, along with Mariah Clausen, Griffin Coldron, and Megan Peugeot. Featuring the music of John Bartman, and I'm Erica Harmon. Want to stay up to date on all things Lafrisian Chronicles? Follow our social media for more information about upcoming episodes at Lafrisia Audio on Twitter. If you enjoyed today's episode, subscribe to our show on your favorite podcasting site and leave a review. Until next time, listeners.